Hang on, am I still recording? Did I hit record? Did we hit record? Yeah, we hit record. (laughs) (laughs) I had to double check. Hello and welcome to another episode of We Don't Wanna. This is the podcast where we really don't wanna. In every episode, we'll be taking a very reluctant journey through a series that one of us loves and the other, well, that's where that there reluctancy comes in, eh? Hey! We are your hosts. I am Zach, as always, joined by our co-host, who just got done hanging out with Miss Fig and all of her cats, <laughs> Scotty Westside. Love cats, as you all well know. Mrs. Fig, lovely lady. You know, squib does not need to be a derogatory term. She's lovely. <laughs> For all of our listeners at home, Scott is not a dog person. He's a cat person. What a I fucking am. weirdo. I have, what a fucking weirdo indeed. It's true. Yeah. I don't know how I'm friends with you, actually. I, there's literally no reason we should be friends. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, actually. <laughs> uh, how you doing today, pal? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I am actually, fuck, I'm doing really good. Getting, like, real fucking hype coming off of this uh, batch of One Piece episodes we just finished talking about. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. It's good. I'm sitting in my new office chair. Feels that great. Looks, that looks comfy. Uh, you've definitely upgraded from what you normally used to have, so I'm happy for you, pal. Yeah, my other office chair is, like, it's like a black flake, like fake leather. It smells like shit because I've had it for like fucking eight years. Like all my ass sweat. Is shat just like, your pants in it millions of times probably. Just all my swamp ass from like gaming, working, playing music. Swamp ass and farts. Yeah, pretty much. It's, yeah, pretty much. It's listen, listen pretty this is a, uh, I'm going to throw this out there into the world. Get yourself a nice office chair. Get yourself a nice gaming and or office chair. Like one that's like actually like spend the money it's well worth it i i did this also like within the last year like and i'm like my fucking back my fucking everything just feels so much better we I, if you spend like me and zach any amount of time sitting at your computer gaming working things of that nature watching porn why <laughs> Watch him porn. Fucking treat yourself to a nice office chair. Spend the money because it is well, well worth it. Yeah, my butt cheeks and lower back are like... In heaven. Fucking very happy with my life decisions lately. <laughs> yeah, definitely definitely happier than your normal... Your butt cheeks are definitely happier than their normal fri- Friday night. <laughs> I don't know if that's true because my butt cheeks are pretty happy on Friday nights, but... <laughs> uh yeah so definitely get yourself a nice office chair you got to treat yourself sometimes it's well worth it oh show how you doing man uh i'm doing good uh i am also hyped as coming off we we just recorded the latest one piece episode and zach is really getting into some good shit so i'm just excited for my buddy that he's having a good time with that and it's exciting for me and we're, you know, we're starting a new book yeah. tonight. That's that's exciting times. Always yeah. I feel, jumping into I feel a like new book. We, we got over the hump maybe a little bit with uh, things feeling a little kid-like and stagnant with the story. Sure. 
uh, getting across book four. Um, you know, I know that some, I know that the beginning of most of these books are, are a slower roll than the end of the books, obviously. So it's obviously a big, big shift coming from the last batch of chapters of book four to get into the beginning of book five. But, you know, there's, there's some things that happen, you know, some things of note. This one pops off pretty quickly. I feel like this one gets off to a quicker start already for sure. Good. Faster than any of the others. Uh, uh faster than book four? I yeah, mean, book, I mean, book four, the, you, you get the, the nightmare where you see Frank. Yeah, that's not really, like, popping off, though. I mean, but, like, Again, shit's happening, though. Shit's happening, but, like, like I said many times, I view that as more of, like, a prologue, because it's, like, from the different perspective, and it's, like... That's the cold open? It's Yeah, it's the cold open, it's the, you know, it's the Tywin uh, melting down fucking ice the sword ice and forging the two new swords before the fucking credits pop up uh it's like interesting good shit but it's not like oh fucking shit is popping off already because i mean honestly what happens like our our guy old frank gets got i mean yeah <laughs> I, I love old frank but Poor old frank. who the fuck cares <laughs> yeah no that's all right fine fair enough uh but hey a, a quick word from our sponsors uh, that's us. We're our sponsors. Go listen <laughs> yes, to We Don't Want a One Piece because there's some hype-ass shit happening over there. Hell Fucking yeah. Give us a listen. It's a good time. It's, I have a, lo- a, a lot of fun. The, the, the One Piece episodes, I feel like, are the out-of-control episodes that we do. <laughs> well, I, that's that's because for some reason you thought it was a good idea to let me drive that fucking show, I and know. I am a goddamn idiot. So Whose idea was that? That was a terrible <laughs> idea. Um, Zach, I, I had several epiphanies that I, I... Before we jump into my actual notes proper, I feel like we should just get this out in the open here. Okay. Yeah... You ever had those moments? I feel like this is a trope in like movies or like fiction or what have you where something big or important happens to our hero. Maybe they have amnesia or something and all these like something triggers like this flood of memories to come back to them and then they 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 have understanding and enlightenment about things. Sure. You know I can't think about? of a specific thing, but yeah, sure. I Right. I, I also can't saying. think of <laughs> I also can't think of a specific instance, but I feel like that is a thing that happens. That happened to me while reading this first chapter, okay, of this first book. I feel like this is going to be a hot take and I'm going to be pissed. It's not a hot take. Oh, wow. I think this is just you might find this very interesting. Um I'm afraid I've lied to you. In that, I told you I had seen all these movies. Really? Turn, turns out, as I was reading this first chapter, I had that epiphany moment where memories came flooding back to me. And I have, in fact, not seen this movie, The Order of the Phoenix. I have, in fact, only seen the first part of this movie of Order of the Phoenix. And this came flooding back to me. I know exactly what happened. I started this movie. I did not go back to confirm, rewatch the start of this movie to confirm this. Okay. But I'm so sure of this. I'm so sure of everything. And, and this would have happened, I mean, how many years ago? <sighs> when did this movie come out? This is probably like 2008, I'm guessing. When I would have uh, watched no. this, I would have been in college. Oh, okay. Maybe when you watched it. I think the movie right, came yeah. out in like 2000. 
Fuck, 2005? Okay, I'm guessing this is sometime 2007, 2008. I distinctly remember watching the first four movies, starting this one. And again, I did not go back and rewatch the start of this movie to confirm this, but... I feel does this it's is so this different. movie is that what you're super say? extremely bad and weird and different? Uh well shit. Okay. Because um, that's what I remember. I remember starting this movie thinking to myself, what the fuck is this fan project like <laughs> fucking how did they get these actors to do this like student project fan fiction film? What the fuck is this? This looks like trash. Why is this so weird? Did I miss a whole movie? What is happening here? Look, dude. And I turned it off. I remember Dudley being a dick on the playground and then Dementors attacking them in like an alley or were they in like a drain pipe or something in the movie? Uh, they were like in a... Like a... It's like a tunnel, like a little... Sure. Yeah. And it was so strange and just like had a completely different tone from all the other movies. And I was like, this is the worst. I shut it off and I never finished it. Yeah. Uh, this is... I think I've I think I've said this on the show already. I think this is arguably the worst movie. It's and from the five minutes I watched of it, I absolutely thought like, it was not not just not just like a book lover saying like, oh, they got it wrong, right? Which they did a lot, but <laughs> but like it's it's just like the movie's not good. There there's there's maybe a ten minute section at the end of the movie that is that is very good. That like if I could just clip that section out and just have it be like its own YouTube video and rewatch that. <laughs> I, I absolutely would. Someone has probably done it, that. I it exists. It I'm you, sure buddy. of it. Uh, but yeah, no, this movie's fucking bad, dude. Uh, yeah, I legit thought it was some like student project, like fan made fan fiction. Like I, I specifically remember thinking, what is this fucking trash and turning it off? Here's the other thing. I am pretty sure I did also not watch the next movie after this. I know for sure I've seen at least one of the Deathly Hallows. But I do think I just gave up on the series at this point. Interesting. And maybe that's why I have had so few memories about a lot of it. Look, it's because that's, there's this big gap here in the middle. That that's, and I, okay. I I never remembered this until this moment, and it was such a weird, like I said. All these memories came flooding back to me, and I was like, I never fucking finished this movie. I fucking never did, and I don't think I watched so, the next So one you're going, I mean, I feel like you've been going into most of the books pretty fucking blind because your memory of sure. the movies has been pretty bad, but like. It's already terrible. You're, yes. Other than this first sequence, you're going in completely, completely blind. Completely blind. Completely blind. Oh, I love it. I have no idea what's coming. Like I said. I know for sure I saw one of the Deathly Hallows. I think it might have been the second one because there is a specific thing I remember. I went and saw it in theaters with some friends because they wanted to see it. And I was like, sure, I'll come along. I remember specifically one sequence towards the end that I won't go into here uh, that I thought was hilarious. I don't think anyone else was laughing except me. <laughs> but I think I know what it might be. 
Oh, really? Interesting. Well, we'll when we get there, we'll oh, have to find out. Oh, come on. I'm not going to remember to talk no, about this. No, no. I'll remember. I won't remember, does, but I'll just, remember. Just here, look. Does it involve a hug? No. Uh, okay. All right. Cool. No. <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty sure it's the second Deathly Hallows, but I'm going to say I I am 95% sure that I had, did not watch Half-Blood Prince or the first Deathly Hallows either. So Ooh, okay. my already terrible memory of these movies just got worse because I haven't actually seen them. Dude, that's okay. So like, <clears throat> that's that's very exciting because okay. So, oh wow, fuck! I don't even know. Okay, hold on. Let me collect. My I know thoughts this here. is a lot of information to take in. That like is I a said, lot. I was like, I'm sorry. I I'm I apologize to our audience. I was inadvertently lying to you this whole time. I have not seen all these movies. My. Turns out. My wife, my wife, my wife, Amanda, uh, brought up the other day. She's like, "So you guys are about to start Order of the Phoenix," mm-hmm. and I said, "Yes." And she was like, "And Scott has seen the movies," and I was like, "Yeah, he's seen he's seen all the movies. He hardly remembers anything, but yes, he's seen the movies." And she's like, "Does." Are you sure he doesn't know <laughs> what happens at the like? I mean, obviously she's saying it outright, right? But she's like, "Are you sure he doesn't know blank?" Right? Like what happens right. at the end of this book? And also, are you sure he doesn't know like blank what happens during the next book? And I'm like, "Wait, I mean, are you like, saying big things happen in this knows, book?" But, but I don't think he like really knows. And she's like. Sure. How do you just not really know those things? Because they're big things, and I'm like, I don't know. So this well, is, this explains turns it. Turns out this could be why. <laughs> Shit, dude. I mean, this dude, is I good know. though. This, this some of my favorite things are in these books. I had a feeling this would excite you because, I mean, we've talked before as to like I don't remember fucking anything, but again, I I legit think this is a big factor in that because i had an incomplete puzzle like even though i didn't care not only did i not care but i also just had an incomplete puzzle yeah no that's in my that mind. i mean that makes sense and what's what's so absurd <laughs> is some of the stuff at the end of this book and all of the stuff during next book is like probably arguably the most important pieces of that puzzle I, I believe it. And the stuff that would probably stick out in my mind if I had seen it. Without a doubt. Sure. I mean, oh, fuck yeah, without a <laughs> doubt. <laughs> this is big news. Um, I, Like I said, it was a, a weird epiphany I had as I was reading this. I was like, holy shit, I remember this and I remember hating it and I remember turning this shit off and never going back. And I was like, this is so exciting to me. I didn't watch any of these rest of these movies, except like I said, I think I saw the second Deathly Hallows. God damn. It's so exciting. So yeah, leading off with that, I I had to get that out of the way immediately. Um, So I have seen, I think just probably this first chapter and then the rest of this was uh, even more so completely new material to me than, than it normally is. Right. So, uh, for our listeners at home, this is probably about 12 minutes later in the episode that you would normally get this, but we are going over Harry Potter and the, what are we doing? Order of the Phoenix. No, how many, what chapters? 
chapters one through five. Okay, Harry Potter and the there. Order of the Phoenix, chapters one through five. Yes. If you are following along at home. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so with all that shenaniganry, that bomb out of the way, uh, let's let's jump in here. Chapter one, Harry is my boy. He He's hanging out underneath the window just trying to watch slash listen to the muggle news. That's that's all he cares about. He's Vernie and Petunia are like keep chasing him off. They're like, why do you fucking care so much about the news, you weirdo? Get out of here. So he's just hanging out underneath their windowsill, listening in on the news. He he basically is doing it to see if any if anything with like Voldy is popping off like crazy, like right. mass killings or whatever in the news. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and he, the Dursleys. I don't know that it's said, but like they won't let him. He he doesn't get like the the daily profit like mailed to him. Well, he does, and we'll get to that. He's an idiot, basically. Um, yeah, but he's he's basically confused as to why nothing has happened yet. He's like Voldy's back. He's bad news. Why isn't he like back to his usual bullshit of killing mongols and what have you? You're looking at me very confused, Zach, but I promise you this dipshit gets the daily profit and I will give him shit plenty of shit for it. Okay. Later. Oh, right. So Right, 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 right. I okay, I know what you're talking about. Uh, yep, yeah, I don't know how I space that. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm the Harry Potter expert here, having never seen these movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Uh my first theory of this book first theory alert uh she makes a big deal about there being a drought and that like they can't water their lawns or wash the cars because there's like this drought in this portion of england and i'm like fucking voldy's causing the drought he's got a drought spell going that's happening that's my don't you mean crocodile is causing the drought yes crocodile is sending the sandstorms to you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, Voldy's causing the drought. That's what I think. You cannot convince me otherwise. So yeah, Voldy definitely causing the drought. That's my theory. Mm. We get a good, we get a good gag here where Harry hears Petunia and Vernie talking about Dutters. They have a lot of nicknames for him. Duddykins. Dutters being out for tea at at one of like his friends' houses. And they're so dumb. And Petunia's like, he's got so many little friends. He's so popular. Harry's like snickering to himself underneath the window. He's like, the Dursleys really were astonishingly stupid about their son Dudley. They had swallowed all his dim-witted lies about having tea with a different member of his gang every night of the summer holidays. Harry knew perfectly well that Dudley had not been to tea anywhere. He and his gang spent every evening vandalizing the play park, smoking on street corners, and throwing stones at passing cars and children. This is like, I feel like this was written by somebody who does who never experienced this. Yes. And they're like, yeah, this is what bad kids do. Yeah, what do bad kids do? They smoke weed and vandalize they things. They throw cars at people. Throw or they throw at cars. rocks at people. They throw cars at people. They throw cars at children. <laughs> that seems bad. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't know if this is like normal, like uh, uh, like tobacco smoking or drug smoking. She does not specify. Harry does not specify here. 
we don't know, cannot confirm whether Dutters is getting ripped or not. Oh, oh, smoked myself out. That smells bad. <laughs> what? Just happened. I just just let a little just let a little one out and yikes! Wow, just like Dudley, you're smoking up in there. Harry Harry hears the sound that he's sure is someone apparating. It's like a popping sound, whatever, that he's like, that's someone apparating. Freaks out. He bangs his head on the window. He's hiding under. <laughs> Vernie straight up does the Homer Simpson, like, strangle. Of, if you ever watch The Simpsons <laughs> right. where he's, like, strangling Bart. Like, yeah. Vernie straight up does that to him, Simpson style. And Harry does some sort of weird inadvertent shock that gets him off him. Like, Vernie, like recoils like some invisible force went through his body i don't have the exact line here but harry's always doing spells when he doesn't mean to uh vernie wants to know why he's so keen on seeing the news again (laughs) again specifically he says harry comes back with a pretty good line here where he says well it changes every day you see (laughs) (laughs) yes pretty good he's being a real smart ass to vernie here uh he, Vernie asks him, like, well, I know you fucking get all your, why do you care about our muggle news? Your kind isn't in there. And why aren't you, we know you get your fucking letters and news via your fucking dirty ass owls. And Harry admits he's not getting news via owl for some reason. And he's all pissed about it and he runs off. He's he's running around the town and he thinks maybe Dobby is following him. Dobby is mentioned here specifically, which I think is odd. But then he's like, you know what? Maybe I didn't hear anyone apparating. Maybe I'm just desperate for anything magical to happening to happen. The paper he's here's he mentions he gets the Daily Prophet, but the paper is not reporting anything that Voldy is back. And the letters he gets from Ron and Hermione say that they're busy, but they can't say with what because the letters could like get intercepted. I feel like I just need to throw this in here. I feel like these fucking wizards should have a more secure way of communicating than fucking bird mail, which was invented <laughs> thousands of goddamn years ago. I mean, fucking come on, wizards. Come have you on. really not advanced anything in thousands of years? Look, it's like, um, I mean, look, it's not. Hold on, just follow me here for a second. <laughs> I can't, I'm ready and waiting, buddy. It's not. I'm all I'm, I'm not saying that this is steampunk, oh, but God. what I am saying is that, like, in a lot of fictions, you have things where like old is still incorporated with new, like steampunk. Like that's an example of it. That's not exactly what steampunk is, but I get what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Good. Well, I get then, what you're you, then you you understand. Say. So moving on. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> explained it no i they fucking should have some magical secure way of communicating is my point yeah it's uh owls oh my god you're the worst harry is is mad at his friends because they're having fun doing shit and is real 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 fucking big for his britches he's god he's kind of insufferable in these chapters he's thinking about how hot of shit he is for escaping voldy in the graveyard he's like they fucking haven't done anything as cool as i have i'm ah, the man. fucking greatest wizard of all time baby i've got to be honest with you pal <clears throat> yeah, be uh, honest with me. harry and you this book you're gonna have a lot of fun with him I listen. I'm already not having fun. I was already, you know, I my 
feelings on Harry are well stated, I feel like. I let uh, my oh, feelings yeah. be known. He's already like so much more insufferable in these opening chapters than he yep. normally is. Oh yeah. Yes he oh, is. Oh my god. <laughs> he is like all the shit I've given him in the past about how I'm fucking hot shit. I fucking have defeated Voldy all these times. Dude, why is he Nick Cage? <laughs> he wasn't Nick Cage. I'll give you a Nick Cage. That was a terrible oh, I'm Nick fucking Cage. hot shit. I'm a cat. I'm a fucking cat. Uh, I'm a fucking cat. <laughs> uh, it's so much worse now, is what I was trying to say. Now that he like escaped Voldy and told everyone Voldy's back, it's like so much worse on another level than what it was before, and it's it's fucking insufferable. He's he might be the new worst. Sirius, he also gets a letter from Sirius. He's also telling him just to sit tight and be careful. Harry's big mad about all this. He's like, where does fucking Sirius, who was a big troublemaker at school, get off telling me to to be good and sit tight? I'm like, he's your fucking godfather. That's where he gets off, and he's fucking trying to care about you. you I would hope that Sirius doesn't get off on being Harry's godfather. That's not... You know what I mean, you (laughs) fucking god. Look, he okay, I I am going to play devil's advocate here for okay, just sure. a second. Let me have it. I Let me think have that devil. I, I do because I I hate Harry in this book. Like oh, more so than I hate Harry in, in most books. But 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 hold on, hear hear me out. I actually feel like every reason that Harry has a fucking attitude. Uh you've already seen a few. Yeah, is warranted. Like it makes sense of why he would be frustrated. But sure, I think what pisses me off so much is the way that he rationalizes yes. any of it. Yes, yes. It's listen. I get. I understand where Harry is coming from in these chapters, but the way he goes about it and the way he lashes out at people about it is in fucking sufferable. It's bad. Listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, is. I, I was gonna mention this earlier, and I totally forgot because I got hung up in my whole "I had an epiphany" bullshit. Uh, our good friend Jake, I talked to him recently about the fact that I was starting this book. Not only did he inform me that this is, uh, I believe, the longest book in the series, he said. Yes. He also, I, I, I don't want to misquote him here, but I'm pretty sure he told me this was his least favorite book in the series. So I am coming to this book hot, knowing hated the first five minutes of the movie, long ass book, even longer than the last one that I complained about a lot, and also uh, a Harry Potter nerd's fucking least favorite book. We are we are three for three already, baby. This is exciting. So I I want to let's put a pin on that because I, I do want to come back to that, but I want it to be at the end of. At the end of this episode. All right, fair enough. He Harry sees Dudley and his gang, and he hopes that they see him and come start some shit, so he can just fuck them up with magic. Harry like is this is this is the this is the asshole. best thing that Harry does in these chapters is him just like wanting to like fuck with Dudley. This is the only good thing that he does. Uh 
so yeah, this doesn't happen, but then he goes after Dudley and he's like taunting him as they're walking home and it's pretty damn good. There's this whole bit about his friends calling him Big D. Dudley, they're calling him Big D and Harry's giving him so much shit for that nickname and asking him if he's beating up eight-year-olds. It's it's pretty funny stuff and I'm like, okay, I can get behind Harry taunting Dudley. That's pretty funny. Yeah. No, it's 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 good. There's I do have a quote here. <laughs> oh yeah, I know how this comes about. Dudley, the kid the kid he beat up, Dudley says he gave he gave me cheek and that's why I beat him up. And Harry comes back with, "Yeah? Did he say that you look like a pig that's been talked to walk on its hind legs? Cuz that's not cheek, dud. That's true." <laughs> And I'm like, okay, okay, Harry, that's that's not bad. That's not bad. And That's Harry's not gift, cheek, dud. That's not cheek, dud. That's true. I love the fact that he just calls him dud, too. Harry's really giving it to old dud here. But then old dudders comes back with how he heard Harry having nightmares about Cedric dying. He's like, yeah, I overheard you, bitch. Who's Cedric, your boyfriend? Uh, and Harry's like fucking shook about this because he has been having nightmares about yeah it's not cool not cool yeah it's not cool because i you know i love cedric also the the actor that plays dudley in the movie when he says that he goes who's cedric your boyfriend like that it's so (laughs) i hate it so much dude i'm sorry is cedric's actor on this podcast right now that was amazing not cedric's actor god damn it dudley's actor on the podcast with us that was good. That was so good. That yeah, I mean that's exactly how he does it. That's, Your that's... boyfriend. <laughs> Your boyfriend. Everything goes dark and it's cold, and Harry hears a Nazgul breathing. Uh Dudley whacks him upside the head and stumbles toward it as Harry looks for his wand. He dropped his dumb wand. He finds <laughs> he dropped it. his dumb wand. <laughs> he drops his dumb wand. He finds it and he fails at the Patronus a couple times. That it grabs him around the neck. He finally gets his silvery load to shoot out. And uh, long story short, he takes out the Nazgul, one of which was uh, about to death death kissy old Dudders. It was about to just fuck his shit right up. And then one of the neighbor ladies runs up and is like, fucking keep your damn wand ready. I'm going to kill Mundungus Fletcher. And I'm like, Mundungus Fletcher! <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> well, she... She says that because Harry sees the Mrs. Fig, and right. he's like, "Oh fuck, I gotta put my wand away." Yeah, like, he thinks he's shit. gotta put his wand away. Yeah, and she's like, "Don't fucking put that shit away. We fucking need you." Which we find out here, uh, she needs his protection because she can't do shit. She's a squib. <laughs> yeah. This this bit here about Mundungus leaving to go get a deal for some <laughs> cauldrons that quote. fell off the back of a broom is so amazing it's so amazing he briefly we briefly re-mentioned this and revisit it later but i read this through like three times because i was just laughing so hard i was like because you know obviously it's the whole gag about how when something's stolen it oh it fell off the back of a truck but this specifically that it says some cauldrons that fell off the back of a broom is so ridiculous and so funny. I loved that. Good. I'm glad you got a good chuckle. Yeah. 
I was uh, anything to deal with Mundungus is a plus. Great name. So this Mrs. Fig is a squib that has been watching over Harry for years for Dumble. A squib is someone who was born into a magic family but can't do magic, correct? Correct. Okay. I wanted to make sure I got that right. Look at you, Harry Potter expert. <sighs> expert. You know it. So Mrs. Fig here is like, we got to get fucking word to Dumbledore. He's got to know about this. And Harry's like, oh, I've got an owl. You can borrow my owl. And she's like, Harry, you dumb fuck. You don't understand. Dumbledore, we need to act as quickly as possible. The Ministry have their own ways of detecting underage magic. They'll know already. You mark my words. And Harry's like, well, but I was getting rid of Dementors. I had to use magic. Aren't they going to be more worried about Dementors floating around this fucking muggle city? And she's like, oh, I wish that were so, but no. Also, I'm going to fucking kill you, Mundungus Fletcher. She keeps ranting about how she's going to kill <laughs> Mundungus Fletcher, and it's real funny. The 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 woman that plays Mrs. Fig is, is very funny. She's, That's like, good. very squirrely, like, like... And she's, like, so pissed. Like, she's tiny in stature, and, like, she's just so mad. Is 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 the person that plays Mundungus Fletcher someone I would know? I don't I don't think so. No. Okay. All right, fair enough. I was just curious. Uh anyway, he pops back in here and <laughs> Mrs. Fig starts beating the shit out of him with a bag of cat food, which is hilarious, and then he pops off to go tell Dumble what happened. Dumble, we find out here, Dumble has had Harry followed, and they were supposed to keep him from doing magic at, quote, all costs. But I suppose that him doing it on the train on the way home at the end of the last book was totally fine, though. The fucking inconsistencies in these goddamn books. Are yeah, the train is fine. Yeah, the train is totally fine. He's not an underage wizard on the train. Um, Here's, here's an odd thing. <laughs> my next note just says Diddy Kong because the Dursleys call Dudley Diddy here for some reason and I'm like where did the I come from there's no I in his name Dudders I can understand but Diddy they call him Diddykins no this was just Diddy and I'm like oh Diddy Kong well Where's I mean Donkey there's an Kong? I in Diddykins that's true so that's equally dumb <laughs> okay my point still stands <laughs> Fuck you, whatever. And uh, Owl comes in through the window. Dear Mr. Potter, we have received intelligence that you performed the Patronus charm. They even fucking know exactly what he did. This mm. At 23 minutes past nine this evening, a muggle-inhabited area in the presence of a muggle. The severity of this breach for the, the decree for the reasonable restriction of underage sorcery has resulted in your expulsion from Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Just straight up expelled immediately. Uh, ministry representatives will be calling at your place of residence shortly to destroy your wand. You better hide it in a pink umbrella. As you have already received an official warning for a previous offense, uh, we regret to inform you under statute, blah, blah, blah. We regret to inform you that your presence required disciplinary hearing at the Ministry of Magic at 9 a.m. on the 12th of August. Hoping you are well, yours sincerely, so-and-so. I couldn't read the signature. Improper use of magic office, Ministry of Magic. So Harry gets this letter, and he immediately jumps to his trademark fallback plan of life as a magical hobo drifter. 
that's that's what he always just anytime anything's going wrong in his life he's just like i guess i'll drift around and be a hobo because i'm not letting them come and destroy my wand he (laughs) he tells Vernie that he's straight up gonna hex his ass and Vernie's like, you can't fucking do that. You'll get thrown out of school. And Harry's like, guess what, dipshit? I just got thrown out of school, so I don't give a damn. Make my day, bitch. Uh, and another owl swoops in here. This gets increasingly hilarious how Vernie is just getting like more and more frustrated as owls keep, keep coming in. Uh, this is a letter from Arthur saying, my boy, fucking Arthur. Saying Dumble has arrived <laughs> just to at the clarify. ministry. Yeah, just to clarify, <laughs> Arthur is my boy. He says Dumble has arrived at the ministry to try and sort it all out. Don't leave the house. Don't do magic. Don't surrender your wand. <laughs> so now Harry has to explain things to the Dursleys. He said he didn't do anything to Diddy Kong. He's like, it was King K rule. I swear. <laughs> I mean yeah. the Dementors. Uh, yeah, he's like, I didn't do anything. It was the Dementors. And fucking damn Aunt Petunia chimes in here with their who guard the wizard prison of Azkaban. And everyone, including myself, am shocked, shocked, I say, at this development. Everyone looks at her and they're like, the fuck? How do you know that? (laughs) And she's like, oh, I heard... I heard James telling Lily that years ago. She doesn't say his name. She just said that boy, I think she said, telling her sister or something like that. And so now they believe Harry because Petunia is like, no, yeah, I can vouch for this. That That's a real thing. That's a real thing. <laughs> um, Another quote from my boy Vernie here. He specifically says, enough effing owls. Effing spelled out E F F I N G. I was so hoping you would fucking notice that. Fucking it's love so this. Dumb. I effing love it. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Uh, enough effing owls stomping over to the window and slamming it shut again, says Vernie. My boy fucking Vernie. He's on fire here. So this is a third owl. Now the ministry says his fate will be decided at his hearing, and he's only suspended for now. He's like, okay, all right, it's cool. We're not coming to destroy your wand. You're not expelled yet. You're just suspended. It's crazy how quick all that happened. That's how fast Dumbledore moves when he wants to. Dude, yeah. Fucking fucking my guy is on some coke tonight. He's fucking going for it. Uh, By the way, the person who sent the, the letter is Mafalda Hopkirk. Just okay. You said you couldn't yeah. read her. It's name. like uh, actual signature in in the book, so I, I could not read it. Right. <laughs> Vernie very hopefully asks Harry if the Ministry of Magic has the death penalty, because <laughs> <laughs> Harry has to explain to them that he's got this hearing at the Ministry of Magic, and Vernie's like, "Do they have the death penalty?" <laughs> Which is like the funniest thing. Vernie just wants them to give Harry the death penalty. Uh, Harry has to explain Dementors and Patronus and all that shit to them now. The funniest thing about all this is the fact that Vernie calls the Dementors something different every time, and I fucking love it. It's like Dementes and Dormandas, and I can't even remember all it does, but it's literally something different every time, and it's never right. 
and again, I feel a kinship with Dementoids is probably Dementoids, my favorite one. Dementoids, that's, yeah, that's one of the good ones. Okay, so here's where Harry tells them that Voldy is back. And Aunt Petunia, again, knows this name. She knows who this is, and she's like, no, he, he can't be back. And he's like, yep, he came back a month ago. I saw him. Vernie's like, hang on. <laughs> this Voldy thing back? He calls him Voldy thing. He calls him Voldy just like I do. He's like, Does he this, really? I- yes. He says, this Lord Voldy thing's back, you say. The one who murdered your parents. Okay, yeah, okay, hang on. I want to back up. I have this this exchange between Vernie and Harry because it's amazing. This is Vernie. Hang on. This Lord Voldy thing's back, you say? Yes. The one who murdered your parents? Yes. And now he's sending dismembers after you? <laughs> Looks like it, said Harry. I see, said Uncle Vernon, looking from his white-faced wife to Harry and hitching up his trousers. Well, that settles it. You can get out of this house, boy. Get the fuck out. <laughs> He's like, get the fuck out. Never come back. We should have taken you to an orphanage a long ass time ago. And then another owl comes in. And it's a red letter. It's a howler. And Harry reaches to grab for it. But the plot thickens. It goes to Aunt Petunia. And Harry specifically says an unknown voice says the line, remember my last Petunia. Oh, what the fuck is this? (laughs) I, I can only assume this has, I mean, this has to have something to do with Lily. I mean, some part of that family. Uh, hold on. Let me grab the glitter out of my pocket and go <sighs> razzle dazzle. Razzle dazzle. <laughs> God damn it. This is the most, intri- I think this is probably the most intriguing things that happens in this chapter. Uh, I think. I'm trying to remember what else happens. But yeah, remember my last Petunia. And she turns real quick. She tells Vernie, the boy will have to say, stay. Vernie's like, what the fuck? Dudley's like, what the hell? Harry's like, what the hell? <laughs> Were you just, like, what the hell? They're all just shocked, shocked, I say, about this development. She won't tell him anything. She sends him off to bed. And that's the end of the chapter. Um, Yeah. Oh, I, I, I have no idea what to make of that. I think I gave you the theory about how the only reason the Dursleys keep bringing him back is like Dumble made some deal with him. They're going to get wizard gold. I, now I have no fucking clue what's going on. So that was not in the in the movie, obviously. <clears> that seems like a strange omission. That yeah. seems important. Yeah, you would think. Um, <laughs> you would think. You don't sound bitter about this movie at all. Like, there... Okay, so, I have to admit. I'm going to say this now. I know I said I was going to say this at the end of the at the end of the episode. Okay. I, I have to admit that I think that some of Jake's hatred towards this book is because of how bad the movie is. 
And I, I, mm. I think he's even said that, like, like just he might have. He yeah. just associates like. How... Let's just let's just put words in Jake's mouth. He can't fucking stop us. <laughs> <laughs> um, because there there is some genuinely good plot and and info dumps in this book. I just mm-hmm. I, I look. I'm not making a case for this being like one of my favorites because it's not. But sure. but there is. I mean, I think it's I think it's way better than books one and two. I mean, I mean, book one and two is literally non-existent in my mind. <laughs> okay, it's like what the fuck is that book even about? <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, yeah, it. I I don't think it's. I don't think the book is bad. I think the movie is terrible, and I think the book is okay. I mean, yeah, as I stated, I sure thought the first five minutes of that movie were terrible enough to put it down forever. So I'm with you there, bud. Uh, yeah, so chapter three. Harry is all pissed. He's he's sulking in his room. He's pissed that no one is telling him what's going on, treating him like a child. He, he sends letters to Sirius, Ron, and Hermione. He's a real dick to Hedwig about it. He's like, fucking peck them to death until they send me replies, real replies. He sulks in his bedroom for four days. Then the Dursleys go out for the night, and Harry hears something downstairs. And my boy Lupin is back. Uh, apparently, he looks worse than ever, which is which is not good news for my boy Lupin. He looks he looks rough. Apparently, also moody, real moody. I assume this time. <laughs> the world we may never know. The world may never know if this is the real moody or the fake moody. And some other people he doesn't know. They, god damn it, they make sure it's really him. Lupin asks him what his Patronus is, and I'm just like, you know, this kind of caution here could have been real useful last year. If literally any one of them was like, hey, maybe we should really make sure this Moody is who he says he is. Well, I mean, look, it times are different, Scott. You know that that's true. No, no. You no. Think they, do you think, okay, when you go to a school, you think they question the teachers that go in? No, because times are normal. I think if fucking Polyjuice Potion was a known thing that existed, there would be a lot more questions. So, yes. L- literally, I have this in my notes. Literally, all it would have taken is for Dumble to have one goddamn conversation with Moody. Like, one conversation, like, as soon as Dumble said something to the effect of, like, hey, you remember that one time we were chasing those dark wizards and did this thing, and fake Moody would have been like, uh, yeah, sure, yeah, totally, that, that's a thing that happened to me, Alistair Moody, and Dumble, as long as he's not a complete fucking idiot, would have been like, mm. one conversation, one conversation with anyone. I mean, look, man, he interrogated the fuck out of Moody. <sighs> Way after the fact, you mean? No, Body Crouch Jr. Oh, God. You're still using that defense. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Look, I've just got to use whatever defense makes yeah. it make sense in my head. It's, it's bad. Let's just, I, keep, let's just keep it rolling. Keep yeah, it rolling, buddy. We don't need buddy. to relitigate this and dig up this from the last episode, but God damn it. Uh, he's... Uh, <laughs> This is a real good... Also, I feel like already Moody is very different than fake Moody from the last book. So I'm like, how did no one notice this? This is very funny, though. Harry is like walking down the stairs and he puts his wand into the back pocket of his jeans. 
And Moody goes, <laughs> don't put you on there, boy. What if it ignited? Better wizards than you have lost buttocks, you know. <laughs> lost buttocks, you know. Uh, this, like, uh, purple-haired girl is like, who do you know who's lost a buttock? Uh, <laughs> never you mind. You just keep your wand out of your back pocket. Elementary wand safety. Nobody bothers about it anymore. And the the purple-haired girl, like, rolls her eyes, and he's like, I saw that! Because <laughs> he Dude, sees everything. Dude, sounds exactly like regular Moody. What do you, or, like, mm, like uh, imposter Moody. I, no, I, I disagree. He's he's way, 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 way more grumpy and just, like, yells at everyone all the time than he did in the other book. Okay. I already like real Moody more than fake Moody trademark TM. Fake Moody TM. Okay. Okay, well, good. Just because he's talking about blowing people's buttocks off. <laughs> uh, Lupin says that they're going to take him to their undetectable HQ that has taken some time to set up. Uh, we get all the intros here. I'm not going to list all these people's names because only a few of them are funny and interesting. Nymphadora. Uh, Lupin is introducing here. She's like, don't fucking call me Nymphadora. It's Tonks. And Lupin's like, yes, Nymphadora Tonks, who prefers to be known only by her surname. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, you would too if your fool of mother had called you Nymphadora. Uh, We also get Kingsley Shacklebolt. That's a pretty solid name. Dude, Uh, that, okay, I'm... That is my favorite name in this entire series. It's pretty good. Kingsley Shacklebolt Shacklebolt is so badass. Is pretty good. Elpheus Doge. Is it Doge or Dodge? Dog. I think it's Doge. Doge. Doge coin. And Daedalus Diggle. That's pretty solid. (laughs) That name is so funny. Daedalus Diggle. Uh, Harry's like, uh, how are we getting wherever it is that we're going? Brooms, said Lupin. Only way. You're too young to apparate. They'll be watching the flu network, and it's more than our life's worth to set up an unauthorized port key. I have. I don't know what this sentence means. This sentence confuses me. More than our life's worth to set up an unauthorized port key. So, what is he trying to say here? I, I also hate that. I totally forgot that this was in here. Remember how last book we were talking about how like the use of port keys is very regulated by very the ministry regulated, but fake moody tm did it no problem right that that this is why i hate this sentence what, what they're implying is like if the ministry tracked where the port key like took them to then their mm-hmm. then their cover would be blown like like where the where the hq is at uh, okay but got gotcha. you but with the way that we see port keys are used you can just like make one and like it okay. doesn't it do- from what the books have shown it doesn't seem like there is actually like they can just track them so i don't know i mean that's what they're implying that's what that's sure. what it means watching the flu network makes sense because arthur did allude to that in the last book right that right. would make sense the whole you're too young to apparate thing here i wish they would have just said you don't know how to apparate because I feel like the, the way they're fucking going about this shit here, it's like who fucking gives a shit if he's too young? If they need to apparate, fucking apparate. They should have said he should have said you don't fucking know how to apparate. Yeah, I also I also have a problem with this too because man, I'm just I'm doing your job for you. <laughs> yeah, please continue. <laughs> Look, I, hey, I, I 
I I feel like I probably have more humility on this series than a lot of Harry Potter fans, but sure. it's fine. I'll agree to that. Side by side apparition is a thing, and and it happens like in this story. Like like you can apparate with somebody who is older and powerful enough to bring you along. You can clip on basically, yep. just like yes, that's clip real. onto their belt and yeah. instant transmission. Along so you with would them. think that like I don't know, one of the most powerful orders ever, <sighs> Alistair Moody could probably accomplish that. But no. hey, look. Now he's been in a dungeon for like nine months. He can't do nothing. Yeah, that's no, it's that's wow. Okay, uh, they go up to Harry's room to pack. We get some info dump on our girl Tonks here. <sighs> She's apparently a metamorph magus. Yes, sir. She can uh, change her appearance at will. She's like changing her hair color here. Mm-hmm. She was born one. Apparently, this is something you can. The way she said it, I was a little confused. It seemed like she said she implied that it, you could learn this. It was just very difficult. But then it also seems like she says, "No, you can only be born this way." Well, okay. So somebody who is skilled at transfiguration can manipulate themselves through spell work to but do they the need things a that she's doing, or a wand. Correct. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Uh, she says she was born one. She got top marks in concealment and disguise during hit wizard training. So we find <laughs> out she's a hit wizard. And she's like, I could do it without any study at all. It was great. And Harry's like, oh, you're a magical hit wizard. And he he, he, he mentions here in his thoughts that was the only career he had ever considered after Hogwarts. I don't believe for an instance this dipshit has thought that far ahead. Not for an instance. <laughs> I think I think it's only because fake Moody Moody, Moody said that, that up. Yeah, fake Moody TM said that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh, hey, uh, hold on. Before you move on, just a friendly little tidbit here. Uh-huh. Uh, the actor who plays uh, Tonks in the movies is the same actor that plays um, what's the wildling's name? Osha. Is that oh, interesting. Name? Yeah, Osha. But, yeah, uh, who like hangs really? out with Bran. Right, I pictured her the way she's described here, much younger. Um, I mean, than, she like, Osha is well. It, it this this was filmed like I know, but still, they they do a good job of making her they like kind of make it like fun. And okay, they kind of make a deal about her being like extremely young. There, I was gonna mention this later, but I feel like they're really trying to put Tonks over in these chapters. Like she is fucking. In these early chapters here, a lot. She's cool. Uh, she, she's just like a fun new character. A big that, thing. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There. There's a to, to that point. There's a lot of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones actors and actresses like sure. borrowed in the series. I mean, it makes sense. Game of Thrones went about ev- through every British actor in existence by the end of the <laughs> <Yeah>. run. So <laughs> you're not wrong. They kind of had to. Dude, actually, the one that fucking blows my mind. This is a very very super like it's not a super important one but uh cat stark is um is uh hermione's mom oh really yeah and you 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 see her less than probably less than 10 seconds in the entire series but 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 it's her (laughs) she's too busy being a dentist yes Uh, all right (laughs) Oh, we also get the information here that our boy Kingsley Shacklebolt 
is a magical hit wizard as well. He's a bit higher up, though. She only qualified a year ago. She says she's dead clumsy, and we see that several times throughout here. She's clumsy as shit. Yeah, she's funny. I like her a lot. Okay, and she seems all right. She seems all right. She seems all right. Uh, they go back downstairs. Lupin's like, Harry, I've... <laughs> this exchange is phenomenal between Lupin and Harry. Harry, I've left a letter telling your aunt and uncle not to worry. They won't, said Harry, that you're safe. That'll just depress them, and you'll see them next summer. <laughs> Do I have to? <laughs> very, very good. Loved that. Moody here does this disillusion thing to him, which makes him like a chameleon man. Because he's like, ah, you can't fly in your broom with your magic invisibility cloak. It'll fucking fly off. And I'm like, surely there's some kind of, hey, cloak stick to me spell. But, you know, whatever. We have to do the magic chameleon spell. And I like uh, the disillusionment charm. It just seems corny that they, I feel like there's, like I said, I feel like just, hey, don't blow wind don't blow this fucking cloak off me spell is way easier than i'm a human chameleon now but whatever i'm just griping here (laughs) they fly for a while to get to london we get (laughs) we get the return of the put outer from chapter one one super mario level one one Moody says he borrowed it from Dumble. This must be an extremely powerful magic artifact if Moody had to borrow this from Dumble. Like, this is, like, right up there with Harry's trifecta of Firebolt Broom, Magic Map, and whatever the fuck else he has. Oh, the fucking invisible thing that doesn't work anymore. (laughs) Uh, I just think it's hilarious that this he doesn't just... This put out or only Dumble has one of these, apparently, because he says he had to borrow it from Dumble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Moody tells him to memorize what's on this paper quickly, and it says the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix can be found at 12 Grimald Place in London. And I'm like, Order of the Phoenix? I fucking called that shit. And that's the end of chapter three. Anything, anything I missed? Anything you wanted to go over? Um... No, I just I think it's a cool concept that they like that this chapter is called the Advanced Guard. Oh, sure. Uh, just like they're you know like the escort. They they squad. did make a deal. I didn't take a note about this. They did make a deal about how they're there to guard him to take him to HQ, and that I think Lupin says, "Oh, we had because there's like nine of them or something there." Yeah, there's a lot says, of fuckers. He he says like we got more volunteers for this mission than we expected. So, uh. People are people are big into Harry, uh, not quite as much as he's into himself, and you know wants to feel up his own nipples when he's alone. But you know, whatever. <laughs> I, I think I think it's I, I'm going to correct that a little bit. I think I think what it is is that the people who are loyal to the Order and loyal to Dumbledore are like ride or die for Harry. Sure, is what it is. I I don't think that. Across the board, generally, people are into Harry, though. No, I mean, no, they make a deal about that, specifically okay. these people. Um, because, yeah, they're, like, staring at him very creepily the entire time when they first get there, making Harry very uncomfortable. And I'm like, you fucking love it, you bitch. Don't lie. Okay, I, so I got so you know what the Order of the Phoenix is. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, okay. it's this. I got to ask you. Yeah. Does that name kick ass, or is it fine? <laughs> 
Is it whatever? It's it's good. Dude, I fucking love that name. It's so cool, dude. Good. It should be the order of Fox because Ugh, like yeah. Phoenixes in general are are like cool, but like if you wanted to make it really cool, it's like Fox is way cooler than your average Phoenix. I, feel. I don't listen, I'm not a Phoenix expert, but Fox is cooler <laughs> than every other Phoenix I know, except maybe Marco. Listen, I know a thing or two about swans, so I, I, <laughs> Listen, I know a thing or two about swans. Don't know much about phoenixes, but fox fucking rules. Fox fucks, dude. Fox fucks hard. (laughs) Fox goes hard in the paint, if you know what I mean. Hard in the taint? Oh, God. There it is. We, We got there eventually. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I don't think, I don't think people like just know that Dumbledore's phoenix's name is fox. Like, I think people know that Dumbledore has a pet phoenix, but like, Think I wasn't saying that seriously, that they actually need to call it the Order of Fox, the dipshit. Oh. <laughs> I'm I just saying Fox is cool. God, you're the worst sometimes. <laughs> anyway, oh, chapter number four. <laughs> chapter four. So this place only appears when Harry thinks about it. Uh, it, like, pops into existence or something. So they go inside, and every Harry makes a mental note that everything is decorated with serpents. Cobra Commander would approve. Uh, Cobra <laughs> loves them. They're snakes. My my girl Molly comes in. Molly featured heavily prevalently in these next couple chapters here. She comes in and tells the other wizards that he's arrived, that the meeting has started, but it's only for Order members and that Harry will have to wait upstairs with Ron and Hermione. She makes a big deal to be quiet because she doesn't want to wake anything up and I was like what the fuck is happening here uh which I find out about later what what they wake up yeah this place is a fucking mess it's it's a mess I they there was something about like Harry heard like rustling behind like the walls and the floorboards or something like that and I was like is there just like actual snakes like slithering around in this place because that fucking (laughs) sucks don't like that Oh, yeah, snakes are your favorite animal. Yes, favorite. Love them to death. <laughs> Hermione's super glad to see him. She says she's sorry about the letters. They couldn't tell him anything on orders from Dumble. The ministry thing is absolutely ridiculous, that there are provisions that allow magic in life-threatening situations for underage wizards. <laughs> and apparently Hedwig did indeed try to peck them to death, to get the info that Harry wanted, even though Harry was being a dick to Hedwig, <laughs> Hedwig fucking did her best. They fucking literally have like cuts all over their hands yeah. from Hedwig pecking them. It, it's like, it makes me mad at Harry because Harry's oh, a piece yeah. of shit and he sucks, but so also like it makes me love Hedwig. I don't know. Like, come on, Hedwig. Like, Hermione was a, or not Hermione, Harry was a real dick to you about it. Why are you backing up? She's just so loyal. She's like, she fuck, dude, all right, fine, I'll do it. Way too loyal. Like, I'm so pissed because fucking my girl Hermione got hurt. That's, that's not okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. And here, goddamn Harry, oh my god. Here's where he goes full insufferable mode. Bat shit, dude. He thought he was so excited to see them for a second, and now he's just fucking pissed at them he's like i just want these fuckers to leave me alone warranted or not warranted not listen i understand like i said before i understand his frustration like where it's coming from 
but to take it out in this way on them when they were only doing what they were what they were told what they thought was best also sure it's just not fucking cool yeah and hermione is like trying to explain to him she's like crying it obviously was very hard for her yeah to like not tell him things like she fucking wanted to and fucking i had wrote this down because harry's just like because she's trying to explain and harry's just kind of like right yeah i thought it was best did he hmm yeah he noticed that her hands, too, bore the marks of Hedwig's beak, and he found that he was not at all sorry. <laughs> what a fucking dick. Yeah. What a dick thing to think. Yeah. I fucking hate Harry. Yeah, Harry's not the best. No. Uh, even Ron here is like, yeah, dude, I think he thought you were safest with the muggles, man. And Harry's like, yeah, mm-hmm, safe with the muggles, yeah. Have either of you been attacked by Dementors this summer? And they're like, well, no, but that's why he's had people from the Order of the Phoenix tailing you all the time. And this makes him even more mad because he's like... I mean, that that was a bad retort because it's like, yeah. okay, so again, my question still stands. Have either of you guys been attacked by Dementors? He's like, well, that didn't work too well, did it? Uh, had to look after myself after all, didn't I? Fucking prideful asshole. And Hermione's like, he was so angry, Dumbledore, when we saw him, when he found out Mundungus had left before his shift had ended, he was, quote, scary. And I'm like, fucking Dumble on his roids again. (laughs) (laughs) Getting all roided up. And then here, Harry just goes into full screamo mode. Um, Because Harry's mad at them because they know everything and he knows nothing. And Ron's like, we don't know everything. Mum won't let us near the meetings. She says we're too young. And Harry's like, so you haven't been in the meetings? Big deal. You've stand bill here, haven't you? I've been stuck at the Dursleys. Okay, also, I didn't realize their summer holidays were this short. He's only been fucking at the Dursleys for four weeks a right, month. Right, 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 right. Not as crazy long as you've been making it out to be, my guy. That's A month is not that long of a time. And he's like, I've handled more than you two have ever managed, and Dumbledore knows it. <sighs> I can't even fucking read this dipshit's bullshit. Dipshit's bullshit. Who saved the Sorcerer's Stone? Who got rid of Riddle? Rid of Riddle. Who saved both your skins from the Dementors? <laughs> rid of Riddle. Rid of Riddle. He is being a real insufferable prick. He is just screaming at them. His pride problem is out of fucking control. And Ron Hermione, all they've just been fucking busy cleaning this gross ass house, and they're just like, "Dude, we're sorry, we couldn't do anything." Uh, it sucks. Uh, they also say they've been they've been using friend George's extendable ears to try and listen into the order and find <laughs> yeah. out shit. Uh. And they tell him what they do know. They said they mostly have been discussing recruiting, tailing the Dieters, and guard duty. Friend George pop in here. <laughs> they have great lines about. They make fun of Harry. They're like, Harry, you really shouldn't bottle up your feelings like that. You know, there are people 50 miles away who I don't think heard you at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which is real good. They're roasting his dumb ass. 
And we find out here that apparently it's Snape is the one that Mrs. Weasley was talking about. Snape is the one who is here. He came in and he's giving his report. All of them hate on my boy Snape, except Hermione. And you, probably. If you were there, you would have been hating on him. (laughs) Since Hermione is the most sensible one in these books, I have to side with her. I would have sided with her anyway, because Snape, but she knows what's up. Uh, This is so good. I love this. I made a big deal about this in the last book when (laughs) Floor was eye-banging Bill. And here we go. It's happening. They're more than eye-banging now. Uh, (laughs) Harry asks, is Bill here? I thought he was working in Egypt. And they tell him he applied for a desk job so he could come home and work for the order. (laughs) He says he misses the tombs, but he smirked. There are compensations (laughs) Harry's like what do you mean remember old Fleur Delacleur she's got a job at Gringotts to improve her English and and Bill's been giving her a lot of private lessons he says as he snickers so good dude so good Fred and George will never cease to be the best they also Bill fucking good on you my guy yeah man what a catch you're a fucking hot rock star you can have anyone you want I'm sure fucking just dumping a bucket in their panties basically you know (laughs) um but it's the way they just phrase everything here about compensations and private lessons it's just so funny it's yeah. so funny uh they say charlie's in the order too but he's still in romania dumbledore wants as many foreign wizards brought in as possible so charlie's trying to make contacts on his days off harry couldn't percy do that it wasn't he in the department of international magic cooperation oh my god uh first of all have you ever known percy to do anything useful harry second of all we find out here uh, don't mention Percy in front of mom and dad, they tell him. Uh, <laughs> this fucking Percy thing here. You know what this reminded me of? This is real, like, heavy vibes of Anakin siding with Palpatine and the Republic, like, against the Jedi. Right, right, exactly. Heavy, heavy shades of that. I like, mean, except for the fact that, like, Anakin is a big deal and Percy's not, but yes. <laughs> well, sure, but it's like how, you know, Anakin's quote-unquote family, you know, like Obi-Wan, is trying to tell him, like, yo, these fuckers are, like, power-hungry, Sp- speaking of fudge. I'm getting a little in my head of myself, but, like, the Ministry is doing some bad shit under fudge. What are you fucking doing? And he's just fucking... Percy's not hearing it and is like fucking just cutting ties basically with his family. Uh, Percy sucks, dude. I've been telling you this for fucking ever and holy yes, shit. But also, again, I love a good heel turn. And if you're going to go in to be a heel, Percy, you might as go all the way. And boy, does he go all the way. Uh, I hope we get even more with this. Uh, so he he's promoted to Fudge's assistant even though he got in big trouble with the Crouchy thing. So they're like, basically, the only reason he got this job is to spy on the Weasleys for Fudge. Fudge wants anyone who is friendly with Dumble to just basically get the fuck out of the ministry. And 
Fudge knows that Arthur is is buddies with with Dumble, so he's he wants uh, Percy close to him so he can kind of use him. Yeah, he he's he's trying to spy on like what the Weasleys and Dumbledore are up to. Right, are up to exactly. Um, Percy and Arthur, my boy Arthur, have this big blow up about it. Fucking hates on his dad a bunch. Fucking dick. Like Unacceptable. How. Yeah, it's not cool. It's not okay. Is like you're fucking. I think he says he his dad is like holding him back at the ministry. His his, yeah, he basically cunt, says dude. that that his dad is the reason why they're poor. Right. That yeah. That oh, that one's brutal. And that yeah, like his dad's bad reputation like has been holding like his promotions back in the ministry. Yeah. Like, dude, fucking like I said, super shitty stuff from Percy. But if you're gonna turn heel, do it. And boy, does my guy do it. Uh, they say here that Percy takes the Daily Prophet seriously. If Sirius takes it seriously. Uh, and they ask <laughs> Harry if he's been getting it. And Harry's like, yeah, I've been getting it. I only looked at the front page because if surely if there was something about Voldemort, it would be front page news. And then I threw it away. This fucking dipshit dude. For someone who was so desperate for like contact and information with the magical world and also desperate for news yeah you would have think he would have read that Uh, goddamn paper more thoroughly yeah nope i i agree 150 percent. they literally made a thing earlier in one of the earlier chapters about how he got the daily prophet as he did every day looked at the front page and threw it away and i'm like yeah but but then he also will sit underneath the window and just listen to the news for hours the muggle news which will have less about it. Yeah. He's, oh my God. Harry is not the brightest person. He, oh my God. He's really given Ron a run for his money so far in this book. (laughs) Um, so they tell Harry here, they drop the bomb on him. Um, yeah, they're, they're making you out to be this deluded attention seeking person who thinks he's a great tragic hero. And they keep slipping in snide comments about you. If some far-fetched story appears, they say something like, a tale worthy of Harry Potter, which is hilarious. <laughs> and if uh, anyone has a funny accident or anything, it's, let's hope he hasn't got a scar on his forehead or will be asked to worship him next. <laughs> These are the best subtle unsubtle digs at harry i've ever heard of my life if these are really like just what's being slipped into every news story ever that's so good uh crookshanks alert (laughs) we've got to get some like official music for quick for crookshanks alerts that's too much effort but we do (laughs) uh so there was a i did have make a note about this so i'll go back Ginny had come in at some point and uh, she said that their their extendable ears wouldn't work because Molly put like some kind of charm on the door and that she knew Molly put some kind of charm on the doors because she was throwing dung bombs at it and they were just like bouncing off. Uh, Molly comes in here and is like, who left dung bombs all over the kitchen? And Ginny immediately is like, oh, it's Crookshanks. He loves playing with them. <laughs> and Molly's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And I'm like, hell yeah. Dude. Ginny, you seem all right. Ginny seems like a real, I think she takes after Fred and George. She seems like a bit of a prankster. I, I was going to say, it is abundantly clear that 
Ginny is the youngest of a bunch of way cooler older brothers minus Ron. Right. And, and also Percy. minus Percy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, she's a fucking bro, dude. Yeah. She's so she seems awesome. Cool as hell. I, yeah. I love her in the books so much. We get a couple mentions of her here, and she seems cool as hell. The fact that she just whips out the Crookshanks lie, like, immediately, and Molly just fully buys it is is pretty good. Yeah, she she's very, like, headstrong and, like, powerful. I love her. Like, you'll see a lot more of her in the books, for sure. She's, sure. She's rad. Um, we get the mention of this house elf who lives here, Creature. And, I have a feeling uh, this is going to be your new best friend. Oh, boy. I, I'm sure. They they say Ron says he's a nutter. And Hermione's like, he's not a nutter, Ron. And Ron comes back with, his life's ambition is to have his head cut off and stuck up on a plaque just like his mother. Is that normal? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. and Hermione's like, well, uh, he is a bit strange, but it's not his fault. <laughs> And then Ron's like, Hermione still hasn't given up on Spew. And she's like, don't fucking call it Spew. It's the Society for Promotion of Elvish Warfare. Welfare, not warfare. Well, maybe they should go to war. Maybe they should go to war. I don't know. Maybe they should go to war. And it's not just me. Dumbledore says we should be kind to Creature, too. I just realized saying this name out loud, I've only read it. It's like Creature. Like, it's not spelled like a creature. Yeah, it's it's, it's Creature. Right, it's... this is gonna sound real dumb with not knowing how it's spelled with K R E A C H, but I'm realizing saying it out loud, it's like C R E A T U R E. This is great podcast. Yeah, it's creature. <laughs> it's guys, creature, it's you creature, know, like creature. You guys, isn't that crazy? Fucking hell, dude. Um, Tonks, since she's clumsy, makes too much noise in the hall, and an old lady portrait starts screaming at them about what vile filth they are and how they're defiling the house of her fathers. (laughs) And Sirius comes out and is like, shut the fuck up, woman. She's furious at him, says he's a blood traitor, abomination, and shame of her flesh. And Sirius, with the stinger to end this chapter, just turns to Harry and is like, sorry about my mom, dude. (laughs) She's crazy. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and that's the end of chapter four. Any anything I missed there? No, I think I think you got it. Okay. Uh final chapter of the day here, chapter five. Uh Harry's like, what the fuck? Your mom? Apparently this is serious. His parents' house. He says he's the last of the blacks. So it's his house, and he done donated it to Dumble for the cause. And he kind of is very bitter Bitter here. He says it's all he's been good for. We find out later that he has been cooped up in this house for like the entire month and he's not too happy about it. <laughs> There's this thing here about when they go into the kitchen to eat, Arthur and Bill are trying to hurriedly gather up all the papers from the meeting that are still out for some reason. <laughs> and then Bill... Brings them to life with evanescence. What? Eh? <laughs> okay, hold on. I wrote this joke in my notes, fully knowing and appreciating the fact that there was a 0% chance that it would land. <laughs> but I just really wanted to talk about oh, evanescence he uses for a minute. Evanesco. 
He uses a spell like Evanesco, and I saw that and immediately thought, Evanescence, bring me to life. Oh, my Great God. Great fucking song. <laughs> I was... Holy shit. I Everybody, let's take a moment of silence. <laughs> moment of silence for that amazing joke. Let's just all bask let's, in his let's glory. Let's lay that, lay that humor to rest. Listen, listen. Unironically, I will fucking say... That song is a banger. It's so good. I love that song. Unironically, bring me to life. Evanescence. Do you Great also unironically love like Photograph by Nickelback? <laughs> no, ironically, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All I okay. Here's 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 Scott's hot take. Uh, the two thousands, two thousand to two thousand nine, best decade for music. So good. So many bangers. Two thousand or two thousand nine. I mean, that's. It's a banger of a time for music. Followed probably by the 80s, 90s. I don't 70s. know, man. Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, 70s are, yeah. Listen, you don't get Evanescence screaming about bringing to life from Fleetwood Mac. I mean, look, I, I'm a I'm a little fucking sad emo baby boy yeah. when it comes that to music. So, like, early, early 2000s, 2000s is my yeah. shit. Fuck yeah. All the AMVs? <laughs> <laughs> Scott is a resident Park? AMV fucking producer, FYI. Yeah. In my day. In my day. Uh, yeah, that joke is amazing and should be put in the Hall of Fame. I'm just going to go ahead and <laughs> God cling damn, to that dude. one. Evanescence go. Uh, Harry, okay, back to the actual real notes here. He he does catch a glimpse of what appears to be building plans on these papers they're trying to um like hide from his view and i'm like oh shit are we getting a heist movie ocean's <laughs> magical 11 baby they're doing building plans hell yeah i would be so down for like magic heist movie and some of you out there might say oh isn't that just those dumb now you see me movies and i would answer yes but you answered your own question those movies suck ass uh there's some ironic enjoyment to be had. We should do a whole podcast on the Now You See Me movies. No, we shouldn't. They say no, that. we shouldn't. Please, but no. Don't subject me to that. My point still stands about Ocean's Magical Eleven. That's 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 a that's a billion dollar idea. Come on, get on it, Hollywood. Ocean's eleven year old invite to Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> that was more of a stretch than my Evanescence joke. <laughs> Uh, the thing Harry thought was a pile of rags is actually my boy Dung. They call him Dung. Sirius literally just <laughs> like straight up, dude. They dung. call him Dung. We know your name is Mundungus. We're just gonna shorten it to Dung and be done with it, which is great. Uh, he jerks awake and he's like, "I agree with Sirius." Uh, apparently, uh, it seems like he's he's good buds with Sirius, which I'm here for. Uh, later, he mentions he wants to steal and sell Sirius's family silver goblets, which is also great. He's like looking at their silver goblets. He's like, oh, Sirius, is this solid silver? <laughs> dude, Dung is, sucks, man. Dude, fucking Mundungus. I am ride or die for Mundungus already. Oh, my He's God. definitely my favorite character so far in this book. He is great. We'll let's, get some more Mundungus. Let's talk in a couple books. Yeah. 
Oh, let's, I, I'll always be willing for that. Uh, Sirius is just as mopey as Harry. Uh, he's also mad at Dumble. And he, he pets my boy Crookshanks while he tells Harry. <laughs> just got to sneak in the horns there sneak, first. Real quick. Uh, <laughs> he tells Harry he's also been inside for a month. And that Harry's lucky he got attacked by the Nazgul. He's like, dude, at least you got some fucking action, my guy. I am in a dry spell here. <laughs> uh and yeah so he's he's dumbles basically like dude fucking they know about your disguise that you're a giant black dog the ministry is still hunting you sorry bud but you're useless you got to stay in here and help the teenagers clean friend george get yelled at for fucking around with magic too much now that they've come of age they're now that they're legally allowed to do magic i guess they're using it for literally everything i mean yeah, I absolutely would do that. Uh, I would too, but they also seem to suck at it. Like they can't move like the food two feet from like the kitchen to the table without spilling it everywhere. That's yeah, so I I don't think it's here. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but like somewhere in one of these books, somebody talks about like like getting better at like household management spells. Oh, interesting. And and, and several of them may be like a simple levitation spell, but like doing it on like, like in this case, like doing it on like drinks and doing it in a way where like, you're not going to spill everything or like cleaning the house spells and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, they suck at it. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I don't think that's here, but that is funny. Um, Percy's name comes up when they're like yelling at him about like, your brothers didn't do this dumb shit. And it's very awkward. There's like a real awkward moment when, with Molly and everyone else and Arthur when Percy's name comes up. Uh, they also talk about goblins here and whose side they're going to join. I think they're like, Voldy could offer them a lot more freedom than we do. And I'm like, what the fuck are they still like oppressing the goblins? I, thought I the mean, goblins basically rebelled. anybody other than wizards are oppressed. Yeah, that seems not great. It, it uh, is not great. You're absolutely right. Okay, here we go. Here's my boy Mundungus's story. <clears throat> I got to get my, what's my Mundungus voice? I got to invent one here. Well, hold on. I sent you a picture of him. Oh, did you? Yeah. Do you want to look okay. at him so you yes. can get get a feel? Yeah. It's here. Cop a feel? Cop a dungy feel? See what oh, that dung feels like? Oh, that's, that's not He how looks I like a fucking slime him. ball. Exactly like that. He does. Honestly, I was picturing him more. Okay. You know what the, I'll tell you the exact image I had in my mind. Uh, have you seen... The, uh, the, 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 God damn it. There's the new Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. I actually have not. Wow. Okay. Never mind. This is all pointless then. For anyone out there who has seen them, uh, there's a scene where he, like, disguises, Sherlock disguises himself to follow, uh, the girl, uh, Rachel McAdams. And he, like, he, like, dresses up, like, with all this gypsy shit and, like, has an eye patch and this, like, fucked up coat and hat and he's like covered in soot and that's what I fucking just pictured Mundungus as. So it's it's when he's following who? Uh Rachel McAdams character who her name is escaping me. <laughs> this one? Yep, that's exactly it. <laughs> that is exactly it. I mean, I could totally see Mundungus Fletcher being this fucker also. This, this is exactly what was in my mind when this I was is picturing... The, this is the comical book version of Mundungus. Yeah, 
Yeah, for sure. That's hilarious. You're right. He does just like way more slimy uh, in the movie. Th- this is how I pictured him, though. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got Weird tangent. Voice. <laughs> and then, and then if you believe it, he says to me, he says, Ear dung, where'd you get all them toads from? Because some son of a bludger's gone and nicked all mine. And I says, nicked all your toads, Will. What next? <laughs> so you'll be wanting some more then. And if you'll believe me, lads, the gormless gargoyle buys all his own toads off me for twice what he paid in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that was amazing. He is telling this story and everyone at the table, well, not everyone, the young boys like Fred, George, Ron are cracking up at this. Molly, not as pleased with our boy Mundungus here. She's like, I don't think we need to hear any more of your business dealings. Thank you very much, Mundungus. The the fact that his name is Mundungus and people have to say it out loud is is reward enough for me. Dude, that was was an amazing voice performance, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. It just came out of me. I'll have to (laughs) try. And you nailed it too. First try. I did, you know. Miracles can happen. You didn't trip up over your words, or were you practicing that in the mirror today? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was thinking about, I, you know, I just had to embody my vision of his character. Uh, God, he is so fun already. <laughs> I love him a lot. This, for whatever reason, this story makes me think of the part that I love so much in Gladiator where the dude. <laughs> The slimy dude is uh, getting his balls squeezed by the amazing, oh, right. amazing. Is this about the drafts? Um, yes, yes, yes. Where he's like, "You sold me queer drafts," <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what this reminded me of, like these shady business deals. And I absolutely loved it. Uh, Mundungus, so far the star of these chapters. So <clears throat> serious here is like. Hey, Harry, so uh, what's up, bro? How come you haven't asked me about Voldy? <laughs> and Harry's like, fucking nobody said anyone would tell him anything. And Sirius is like, yeah, well, you know, that's that's your parents' decision. Uh, Harry, oh, it's Fred here. Fred's like, we've been trying to find out everything, but, like, you're too young. You're not in the order. Harry's not even of age, they're complaining. And Sirius is like, uh, yeah, well, dude, that's your parents' decision. But Harry, on the other hand, doesn't have any parents. (laughs) (laughs) Verbatim, taken straight from the book. Verbatim, pretty much. He's like, uh, basically like, yeah, I decide what's right for Harry. And Mrs. Weasley comes back with, uh, it is not down to you to decide what's good for Harry. Uh, She is super angry here. This is is a very sweet... (sighs) like exchange between both of them. I I just want to before you even jump into that I love this exchange because they're yes. both arguing about how much they love Harry basically. basically yes I I have a note specifically about this that I'll get to in a minute but yes very much I I appreciated this a lot Molly's coming at him still with she's like you haven't forgot what Dumbledore said and Sirius is like which bit <laughs> like he's pretty frustrated with Dumble, you can tell. And Mrs. Weasley's like the bit about not telling Harry more than he needs to know. Heavy emphasis on the needs to know. And Sirius is like, 
fucking this guy, Harry, my guy, who I ride or die for, has already done way more than like most people in the order. And she's like, no one's denying what he's done, but he's still, and Sirius is cuts in with, he's not a child. And Molly's like, well, he's not an adult either. He's not James Sirius. And Sirius is like, I'm perfectly clear who he is. Thanks, Molly. (laughs) And Molly's like, I'm not sure you are. Sometimes the way you talk about him, it's as though you think you've got your best friend back. Which is a pretty cutting remark because if this is true, it's like Sirius does need to have a different relationship with his best friend than his fucking godson. Yeah, it's, it's, it's touching, but it's also like, yikes, that's... yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very good. cutting as well. Harry, because he's a dipshit, is like, what's wrong with thinking, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with my godfather being my best bro? <laughs> Harry, because he's a dipshit. Because <laughs> he's a moron. And uh, Mrs. Weasley, they're like, Harry, as much as you might look at him, you are not your father. You are still at school, and adults, and adults responsible for you should not forget it. This whole, okay, so here's my note about it. This, like, family squabble is, like, brutal and real and great. Um, You're right. There's, it's, both Sirius and Molly are coming from a place of love for Harry and concern. They just have very different, like, outlooks on it and what that means. Completely. You left out, I think, the best part. The most, Uh, to to me. No, I think I'm getting to it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Uh, Sirius hits my girl, poor Molly, with the, he's not your son line. And she comes back with, well, he's as good as is. He damn as good as is. And she cuts him right back with, you've been locked up in damn Azkaban, you dick. You haven't been there to raise him, basically. Uh, was that the one you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's, that's a brutal exchange between the two. Her saying he's as good as. Yeah. And specifically, the text is like he's as good as said Miss Mrs. Weasley fiercely. Like yeah. she's so passionate about like caring for him. It's so nice. Yeah, we talked strongly about that moment at the end of the last book in the last episode, oh, actually, about yes. the hug that she gives him and how it's like it's such a motherly hug, and you can tell how much Molly cares about him. And it's just like fuck yeah, Molly's so good. I love her, dude. That hug. Listening to you talk about that last episode <laughs> made me so emotional. It did. It made me too. It's that was so good. That is probably the most emotional I have ever gotten in these damn books, and because it, it was it's just like so good. it was so unexpected and like so good. And, and even like Harry's the, taken back. He's right. like, he, he's like, she like like he hugged her almost like the way a mother would. Like right. like it just. Oh, dude! Yeah, fuck. the way it was so written good. was extremely well done. That, like I said, that was the most emotional. It's such a small moment, but it was easily the most emotional I've ever gotten in these books. Uh, I fucking love Molly. Ride or die for Molly. Harry does not deserve the love that Molly <laughs> gives him. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Lupin and Arthur are the voices of reason here, which I appreciate. They're kind of trying to mediate this uh, spat between Sirius and Molly. They yeah, finally decide. Lupin taking charge, man. Yeah, fuck Lupin's so good. They they finally say that Harry should decide, which of course Harry's immediately like, I fucking want to know everything. Uh, 
Molly's like, okay, well, all my kids that I have control over, out to bed. And Arthur's like, Fred and George should stay. They're of age. <laughs> and Ron's like, well, Harry will just tell us whatever you guys tell him anyway. So we should be, me and Hermione should be allowed to stay too. And Harry's like, yeah, I'll totally tell him. <laughs> and they're like, fucking fine. Yeah, that that's a pretty good moment. I'm like, God damn it, Harry. Uh, there is an instance I should mention here where Harry uh, briefly thinks about wanting to keep it from them to say no because he feels he's still pissed at them. He's, he's such an idiot. a bitch, he's dude. A dick. He thinks of that briefly, but then he's finally like, yeah, no, I'll totally tell him everything. I'm like, yeah, he will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Ginny, our girl, is banished. Uh, Weasley, Mrs. Weasley has her way on Ginny, so Ginny has to go to bed. Harry wants to know what Voldy's up to, why he's not just, like, murdering people left and right. And the reason is because he's still scared of Dumble. Uh, they're like, yeah, his he's back, but he botched his comeback. Harry, you were not supposed to survive, dude. You were not supposed to survive and tell everyone his return was meant to be a secret. Also, Dumble's extremely quick reformation or formation, I can't remember what they say, of the order has kind of kept Voldy in check. But the Ministry is making it difficult because Fudge is also scared of Dumble. He's scared of Dumble taking his power. Apparently, there was a lot of support for Dumble when the previous Minister of Magic retired to take the job. He didn't want it. He never applied for it. Fudge got it, but he's, like, threatened by how popular Dumble is, basically. Which, if Dumble was really still this popular, like, wouldn't... Wouldn't people be more willing to believe him telling everyone that Voldy is back? I mean, I, mean, I understand the media, controlling the media like Fudge yes. does is a powerful tool, but if Dumble was really that popular, I would feel like that's a big deal, too. I don't think that Dumbledore is necessi- like necessarily still holds that weight. Like, I think okay. people know that Dumbledore is powerful as fuck. Back in the day type of thing. But but as far as, like, as far as, like, him having a following... Sure. Other than like the order and people who just like respect his strength, sure. I, I yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think he's like a public eye type thing still. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, controlling the media like Fudge does is is a big deal. That's all too powerful and all too real in this day and age. Yeah. So <laughs> Harry's like, why aren't you fuckers telling everyone that? Voldy's back and Sirius is like oh yeah me who's like fucking sentenced to Azkaban for life and on the run is a mass murderer yeah people will totally believe me and Lupin's (laughs) like oh yeah werewolf totally people totally love and believe me and they're like Tonks and Shackleton can't say anything because they're Shacklebolt Shacklebolt Shackleton Shacklebolt's so much better it is so much better yeah uh Shacklebolt can't say anything because they lose their positions in the ministry and they need plants in the ministry and Harry's like, why is nobody fucking doing anything? And they're like, well, <laughs> nobody said nobody was doing anything. Why do you think Dumbledore's in such trouble? And Harry's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And Lupin's like, they're trying to discredit him. <laughs> didn't you see the Daily Prophet last week? And Harry's like, fuck, I saw all of them, but I didn't look at any of them. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. Uh, they reported that. He has been voted out of the chairmanship of the International Confederation of Wizards because he's getting old and losing his grip. 
He was voted out by Ministry Wizards after he made a speech announcing Voldemort's return. They've demoted him from Chief Warlock on the Wizen Gamut. That's the Wizarding High Court. This is like the Supreme Court, I guess. Correct. And they're talking about taking away his Order of Merlin first class, too. I'm like, damn, dude, that's that's too far. You can't say, okay, his, his purple heart. Yeah. No, I, I agree. <laughs> this is a good line from Bill, though. He says, but Dumbledore says he doesn't care what they do as long as they don't take him off the chocolate frog cards. <laughs> and I think that's hilarious. Good call back to us seeing him on the chocolate frog cards in book right. one. Uh, just a nice little fun tidbit for you i love uh, good bits uh the wizen gamot is uh-huh. the oldest uh form of governance in the wizarding world well in mm. in our area of the wizarding world and now dumbledore's so they've demoted him from chief warlock is he still on the high court that is the assumption yes okay uh, i don't think that like he necessarily has has the Actually, no. I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, no. It, it's a it's a limited number of seats. So no. So he's not correct. Yeah. So it's not really a demotion. It's just a kicking. He's off. he's just off. Yeah. Why specifically do they use warlock here instead of wizard? Is there a reason? I think just because it's an older term. It's it's and it's just a very old okay. thing. Fair enough. Um. Harry's like, well, what's Voldy's after apart from followers? Because they tell him about how he's he's trying to recruit again, like we right, talked about right. The this is some book. good stuff here. He thought he saw Sirius and Lupin exchange the most fleeting of looks before Sirius said, "Stuff he can only get by stealth." When Harry continued to look puzzled, Sirius said, "Like a weapon, something he didn't have last time." When he was powerful before? Yes. Like what kind of weapon, said Harry. Something worse than the Avada Kedavra. And then Mrs. Weasley cuts him off. She's like, that's enough. Uh, I want you in bed now, all of you. <laughs> Fred tries to come out with like, you can't boss us. And Mrs. Weasley's like, you fucking watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, she says, you've given Harry plenty of information anymore, and you might as well just induct him into the order straight away. And Harry's like, why fucking not? I'll join. I want to join. I'm the most powerful wizard here. I'm hot fucking shit. Have you heard about all the cool shit I did? I fucking <laughs> saved the Sorcerer's Stone, goddammit. Yeah. Back when literally 10-year-olds could beat full-on adult wizard spells. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a simpler time back then. Yeah. <laughs> and Lupin's like, no. It's it's enough. Lupin is joining Mrs. Weasley here. He's like, they they've heard enough. They know enough. Uh you guys are still too young and have been told enough. Uh go the fuck to bed. And that's the end of chapter five. And where are we gonna leave off here? Uh that was a very interesting tidbit here at the end about this weapon that Voldy wants to get something worse than the Avada Kedavra. Avada Kedavra seems, Abracadabra seems pretty bad already. So I don't know what that's about. Although, yeah, but Abracadabra's final form is Alakazam. Alak, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, he needs the Alakazam. 
Uh, we saw at the end of last book that Avada Abracadabra is not all it was fucking built up to be. Oh my god! <laughs> if tombstones and Harry's phoenix wand can block it, now the phoenix wand thing I don't have a problem with. But yeah, that's that's interesting. I wonder what that's about. I wonder if it's like some crazy spell or ritual or if it literally is like a weapon like a wand i guess uh i don't think weapon is like oh maybe it's like a sword like godric gryffindor's sword hmm. but slytherin's scythe there we go it's salazar slytherin's scythe <laughs> that's what it is that should Alliteration. be a thing that should be a thing that's that'd cool. be cool sounds rad death scythe baby so yeah, that's interesting. I'm curious about that. This this was a pretty good chapter. Um, I really enjoyed the Mrs. Weasley and Sirius going back and forth stuff. I feel I feel like this. I couldn't remember all the chapters at the beginning of this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like this was a pretty decent batch. Yeah, like I said, I, I like I said at the beginning, I feel like this book kicks off. Like I mean, immediately the first chapter, he's fighting Dementors. He's shooting his silvery load all over the place. <laughs> Dementors. <laughs> And it's like, fuck, we're getting right. into it right away. Okay, buckle up. Yep. And yeah, much, much quicker of a start, I feel like, than any of the books. I think it wasn't until like chapter eight that we got the the melee at the Quidditch World Cup. So, right. But I mean, book. there was also like a ton of small ass chapters. Yeah. Although no, you're right. Sure. Not a lot happens in between like right. in that. So. So yeah, this this was mostly fine. Um, there was some hype stuff in here, some some cool, funny, and some sweet stuff. Harry being insufferable, I would say, is the only downer I have about it. But I mean, that's just Harry being. So Harry. listen, what man, he's uh, what is he? Fifteen. Sure. Fifteen in this. So. Like this is uh, this is peak. Uh, fucking little. Yeah. Fucking little shits going I'm on over here. I'm a fucking teenager, bitch boy. Yeah. Yep. You're not wrong. Yep. You're not. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just making sure you get it, cause like, you're gonna get it. <laughs> you're gonna learn today. <laughs> you're gonna learn throughout this book. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair um, enough. But yeah, dude, I, I'm so excited to get into to some of the rest of this because Ginny becomes a fucking amazing character. She's so fun, and she seems you fun. will meet um, one of my favorite characters of all time. Uh, later in this book as well. I've already met him. His name is Mundungus Fletcher. He's amazing. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, I, I, my only hope, Amanda and I were talking about this. My only hope is that when you meet her, you will love her in the same way that we all do. Okay. Yeah. But okay. It, it's, it's not, this isn't McGonagall. No, I mean, fucking, oh man, there's some great McGonagall stuff in this book too, but, okay. but no, that's not what I'm talking about interesting okay i i did have one quick last thought here okay you talked about last book how you were worried that i would feel like why are we still worrying about this school shit and this triwizard cup when there's so much more important yes going on i feel like if anything that's gonna happen this book i i agree i because all that this shit is going on but now voldy's full-on back and all this crazy other shit with like the ministry is going on. So now, before I was totally fine with it. Like there was still reason for them to be doing the Triwizard Cup and all that shit last year. Now I had the thought of like, 
oh fuck, are they still going to go to school after yeah. this? Like, are we still going to get a school year? Like, yep. what, what will that be like? If we get a fucking Quidditch match in the middle of this, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind, I'm pretty sure. That look is not encouraging. <laughs> well, um, they are going back to school. Oh, my God. Yeah, so here, let so me... So that seems, let, yeah. Let me, let, let, me, let me lay a couple things down. Okay. Okay. So, for one, the majority of the wizarding world does not know and or does not believe that Voldemort is back. Right? Sure. Uh, but our main characters do. Correct. But that combined with the fact that uh, although there has been significant evidence to say otherwise... People believe that Hogwarts is one of the safest places in the wizarding world as well because it is under the rule of Dumbledore, right? Sure. So even the wizards who, witches and wizards who are, who believe that Voldemort is back and or like think there could be some truth to it or they're kind of iffy on it. It's like, hey man, we're, we're sending our kids to where Dumbledore's at. Like it's fine, you know? Fair enough. So there's that. And lastly... Uh, at this stage, Voldemort is operating completely in the shadows. Right. They, they talk, um, I mean, they talk about that. They're, they're actually, shit, one more thing. I okay, my, my hope for you to enjoy and, and be on the same page with this book is you, your prediction at the end of last book was like, well, you know, the... The ministry is involved now, right? right. And and you, I think I think you knew that that was going to take a little bit of a of a front and center stage. So that that right. is a big obstacle. Uh, and, yeah, you know, definitely. Because because Fudge made the comment about taking care of who will run the school, and I was like, is Dumbledore going to get canned from being right. running Hogwarts? It doesn't seem like that's the case yet. At least no one's told them that if that is the case but it also right. seems like fudge full-on hates dumble so if he has control over that why hasn't he done something right so so i i think between all of those things and all those moving pieces i think hopefully you can understand i mean hopefully you're on the same page with this and like you're like all right hey okay it makes sense mm-hmm. we're at school like we're gonna see this stuff unfold from the school uh that is my hope there are things in this book that you might be like dude fuck okay let's <laughs> Let's let's roll. Let's go. Hurry up. Sure. But I mean, look, it is what it is. Uh, there's some stuff I love in this book, and then there's a couple things that I'm like, yeah, eh, whatever. As long as I can make jokes about Harry's little wee wee every time he sees Cho, I'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I think I think you might be in for some good times with that. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm back on board. I'm back on board with this book. <laughs> Um, aside from being a 15 year old little fucking shit bag, uh, another thing that happens around that age is, um, you know, hormones. So horniness, I believe is the word. Yeah. So just, just buckle up, pal. Bill and Fleur know all about that stuff. Nah, they, they do. They do. Hell yeah. 
Well, good, man. I, I'm glad that uh, that you were. You, you seem to be pretty on board uh, with this with this first batch of chapters. Um, I hope that you continue to enjoy the book. I'm very excited to, uh, you know, get to the rest of uh, the deets, get to the rest of the stuff here. I feel like you're you're even more excited now with the knowledge that I truly have even less idea of what's going on than I normally. There, would yeah, dude, like. Though that some of the stuff that seemed to get you in, real hard and real pumped when I dropped that ball. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I I can't I can't stress enough, dude. Like, though some of the f- I'm gonna say filler because we were talking about One Piece earlier. Like, <laughs> though some of the filler material in this book, like the stuff that's just there, mm-hmm. uh, may be a little questionable and and may fall a little short for you. Um, there's some I there's some great stuff in here. Uh, so I'm very excited to get to that. And knowing that you don't know any of it yeah. is is what's got me a, a little a little more than flaccid, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Hell yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Well, I think uh, I think that's gonna do it for us tonight, folks. I appreciate we appreciate everybody hanging no, out. No, just us. you. Just no, you. yeah, you're right. It is just me. Scott doesn't fucking care about I don't you guys. Give a shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I can't. Uh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us for this long. You guys know the deal. You know what to do. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, at We Don't Want a Pod. Uh, tell a friend about the podcast. Tell your mom, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, your grandpa, your best friend, your enemy, whoever. If you think we suck, tell your enemy uh, to check this thing out. Yeah. Um, until next time, we will fucking see you. Bye.